0: people say I'm a homemaker, what comes to mind? How about falling into line of typical domestic roles of stay-at-home mom and housewife? Or keeping the home in order and having lunch bags packed and dinner ready by six? Or maybe the criticism that homemakers receive because they fail to contribute to the world problems that are bigger than their family. Saying stuff like, oh she's capable of so much more, she is substandard to the working woman. Leaving many feeling underappreciated and unworthy. And what about the working woman? The ones who invest in their careers and climb the ranks to achieve the pinnacle of success, but at what cost? Receiving criticism that she has stepped away from traditional values of family and homemaking? Why do so many women feel that it is impossible to do both? That it is a catch-22? I am determined to redefine what it means to be a homemaker that maybe it goes past the physical task of keeping up with the home and requires more of interactions and investment in the people we love and care for. Join me in redefining, redoing, and rediscovering the balance of being a homemaker in today's world. I am Brie, and this is my podcast. Hey, y'all. So today, what I want to talk about is... topic of self-care. Now, I know that self-care is not a new concept. In fact, I think it is so awesome that society and people are more accepting of the idea of self-care being important and the idea of prioritizing taking care of yourself. Because at the end of the day, We need to look at ourselves as a whole person, as one person. We have many different roles and responsibilities that we play in our day-to-day lives. For example, me, I am a mom. I'm a mom of two beautiful, wonderful kids who need me. I am a wife, very proud wife. I like to brag about my husband, but this is not the time or the place, but, but I am a wife. I am a social worker. I'm an employee. I am a service to the people who I work with, the clients that I work with. And not just that, you know, I'm also a sister. I am a daughter. I am a friend. I play so many different roles And I'm responsible for so many different things. But at the end of the day, all the roles that I play are not separate from each other. They all fall back on the idea that I am one person. And so for me to be able to fulfill all these roles and responsibilities, I have to take care of myself. And again, I am so excited to see that society and people are embracing the idea of self-care. Now, with that being said, sometimes I feel that self-care can get a bad rap. And what I mean by that is, especially in the working environment, sometimes I feel that my employers think that self-care means a lack in productivity or an excuse to not take on a whole bunch of projects or, or whatever that is. And again, I don't know if it's just me or if other people feel like that, but I definitely have been in jobs where I feel that Sometimes my boss thinks that when I tell him, hey, I need to, you know, take care of myself, I need to, you know, practice self-care more, sometimes I get the impression that they think that I'm just trying to do the bare minimum. And so really what I want to talk about in this episode is shedding light on the idea of self-care being more than just a vacation, but that it's really necessary in order to have an individual be the best that they can be in whatever role they fill. And to start it all off, I want to, I truly believe that the goal of self-care is to help us be the best that we can be, to help us Or to help me be the best mom that I can be, to help me be the best wife that I can be, to help me be the best social worker and employee that I can be. And really to reiterate and to state the fact that self-care does not excuse me from my roles and responsibilities of being a mom, a wife of a social worker. It does not excuse me from that. I want to start this off as, you know, sharing some of my experiences finding my self-care routine while being a working woman. When it comes to my work and how I am at my job, I am a go-getter. I am a self-starter. I like to go into my job and see some of the gaps that are in my job that are in my day-to-day projects and I like to try to come up with ways to fill those gaps and when I show up to work my passion and my enthusiasm can be seen as me being a worker bee It is very easy for me to show up to work and if I'm excited about a project, if I'm like on a roll, I can easily go to work and work an eight to nine hour workday, not have any breaks, semi-push through working through my lunchtime and sometimes, you know, even thinking about my job and my work after work hours. And I've definitely had coworkers who would look at me and they would make comments like, you are such a hard worker. You bring a whole new perspective and energy into the workplace and we're so happy you're here. But make sure that you pace yourself. Make sure that you have a good work-to-home balance. Make sure that you don't get burned out and you know just comments like that and now i know that their intention behind those comments came from a place of looking out for their coworker and you know making sure that i'm okay but sometimes i felt like i wasn't being understood like i know that you're trying to be caring and i know that you're trying to keep me accountable but at the end of the day, the person who knows me best is myself. I know what type of worker I am and I am fortunate enough to know when I'm working too much. And that might be a topic for a whole nother episode about burnout and you know the signs that you're needing to, you know, step away and Again, that might be a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode, but what I want to talk about is the idea of knowing and the idea of realizing that self-care looks different for different individuals. When it comes to working in the workplace, you might have an individual that is okay with working long periods of time. And working hard for long periods of time and they are still showing effectiveness and after they've you know worked for a long period of time like a week or two weeks on a project then they take a break you might have people that are like that you might have people in the workplace where in order for them to be productive they need to have those regular breaks they might need to take that lunch break, that 30 minute lunch break or that hour lunch break. If you are one of those people that has an hour lunch break, that is work goals right there. (laughs) But again, they might need to have that break for lunch. They might need to have that break in the morning to stand up and walk around or that 15 minute break in the afternoon to stand up and walk around and take their mind off of the project. Again, taking that mental break to take care of oneself mentally, physically, emotionally, it can look different for individuals. And I think it is important for the people who are in the workforce to not look at self-care as the actual activity, but rather look at self-care and how it affects a person's productivity. Because for me, I can work long periods of time and when a big project is complete, then that is when I need to take a break. I am able to identify within myself that, okay, my productivity is going down. When my productivity is going down, I know that I need to practice self-care. And I think that that is really important for us to differentiate that again Self-care is more than just a vacation. It is more than just a time of pampering. Really, self-care is meant for us to be able to rejuvenate ourselves so that we are at maximum productivity and efficiency, whether it is in our work, whether it is in our home, whether it is in our relationships with the people who we love. That is what self care is all about. That is the purpose of self care. And again, reevaluating the idea of the activity and focusing more on a person's productivity. How I like to look at it is we are cars, cars that are going from point A to point B. And as we go from point A to point B, our gas tank is going down. And what gets us from point A to point B? Gas. We need gas. And if at no point in time we stop at a gas station to get gas to fill up our gas tank, what's going to end up happening is when we are in the middle of going from point A to point B, our car is going to run out of gas. It's going to stop. It's not going to work. And that is why It is important to go to a gas station before your car runs out, before the car is no longer effective, is no longer efficient, is no longer productive. And so what I want to challenge us to do for myself, for you, for people, for other people who are listening to this podcast, for employers, for jobs, and for people to just understand is more than just an appreciation for self-care but to realize the importance of self-care and I want us to take self-care our ideas of self-care to the next level and to realize the importance and the reasoning behind prioritizing self-care it's not just pampering ourselves making ourselves feel good but practicing self-care to the point where self-care is making us a more productive person, a more productive mother, a more productive wife, a more productive working woman. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed what you heard, Please subscribe to this podcast and join me in redefining, redoing, and rediscovering the balance of being a homemaker in today's world. I invite you to follow me on Instagram at mrs.iambrie. I would love to interact with you and get your thoughts on this week's episode. They say that home is where the heart is. I welcome you into my home, into my heart. Until next time.